live your life, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Yeah, rear naked choke of Cocker Spaniel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Change the neighborhood up. Conspiracy Farm. Go. Check it out. Superb. Locked and loaded for another additional episode of The Farm. Jeffrey Wilson, rolling shotgun with Pat Militich, man. Pat, how are we doing? I'm doing great. We had a great show last night with our friend George Pardos. And we're going to we're gonna just free ball it tonight. Yeah, we're I mean, just, just a little freestyle. Go I mean, where this takes conversation takes us. No focus, right? Well, I mean, a lot of people do have hit us up to say just, you know, conversations between you and I. I mean, it is kind of cool. I mean... We do get some pretty cool guests on. We talk about so much stuff, and it always is kind of cool to just bring it back, back to the foundation, and just you and I chop it up to do, you know, kind of some uh, post-fight analysis, if you will. Uh, no pun intended. Hey, first, how many how many shows did we do before we got a guest? Was it two? Dude, yeah, we were right out of the box. I mean, I could easily look it and up. We got Peter Schiff early on, right? Yeah, I mean, we we, we were coming out of the box swinging. We weren't fucking we about. Did a home. We did we kind of hit a home run with Peter Schiff off the bat. That was dope, and uh, we, you we want have... you wanted him, and we got him, man. Well, and you so. had been, you know, you had always been kind of a, a fan of his as well. But you know, before we get too crazy, ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, congratulations to the farm are in order. I know we're not fucking with any of the PewDiePie numbers, if people know who PewDiePie is, but we have twenty thousand subscribers to the farm, and we are absolutely thankful for thankful for each and every one. And, you know, literally, when we see the metrics, when we see where we're at throughout the world. Yeah, but the, over 2 million unique downloads, which is... For sure, for know. sure. And, and the messages we get literally, you know, from all over the country and all over the world, it is so freaking sweet. And, you know, I'm not even, you know, we don't, of course, by, by saying it, I'm getting into it. But we know there are certain algorithms that are that are kind of uh, restricting some of our access, et cetera, et cetera. But... The, the basic and when we started this man i really just wanted to kind of keep it grassroots foundation almost like back in the day that old school hip-hop which i'm sure you weren't i know you weren't a huge fan of but th- that stuff grew man from from the companies that didn't want to mess with things that were maybe a little too controversial that grew from an right. underground basis and that's kind of where we're at right now man and those twenty thousand, thank you guys seriously so much man we get all your messages we see you we have a road show we are just putting to <laughs> putting it together the best we can, and uh, there's obviously going to be more updates on that. But again, thank you, man, so much. Twenty thousand. I was pretty stoked to see that this morning um, on the old YouTube. And yeah, man, the last episode we had was uh, pretty crazy because some crazy shit going on in the world. A little. Yeah, we were talking about coronavirus. Little and, Modelo. Uh, Modelo. Little. Mo- I'm sorry, Corona. That's right, not Modelo virus. A guy. A guy posted a, uh, or commented on my my post when I put up the uh, episode he said uh, he said you know people would get a lot more out of this uh, or get a lot more out of this education and not be so stressed if it didn't have political spin and I just commented back to him and said hey man um, you know false flag attacks and this sort of thing that goes on it doesn't go on uh, for any other reason than political gain uh, financial gain uh, greed you know, all of that. And I said, all too often, the one yeah. goes with the other. 
this doesn't happen just because people don't have political aspirations and want to destroy other people and you know yeah so well this is this is the asymmetrical warfare that we've spoken about and it's right. not about doing any kind of circle jerk or any kind of victory laps this is what it is and you know we're going to be seeing more of this quite frankly and you know as i've said we've said when it happens we're not even going to know that's what it is, o only through kind of historical perspective. Oh, my God, Pat, 20 years from now, did you realize that whole thing that was supposedly spawned from Wuhan was whatever we find out it to be? Wait, but wait, 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 wait. No, because, you know, if you think about it, yeah, most people are thinking that way. But you and I were anticipating this. No, for right? sure. I'm just saying the, the lay person. And like I said, only through historical yeah. perspective is, are things okay. But even now, how it is every single time. We're arguing, where did this come from? Did China do this? Did China do this to themselves? Did we do it? Are they doing it to Trump? Are you, are you seeing who the person, the spokesperson for the CDC was, like we spoke last night, and her political affiliation? It's like, are all of these things completely to be, you know, not acknowledged? Ignored. Or ignored? Right. I mean, right. it's a lot to take in, man. Not to take in. But again, within the fog of war, whether it's now or Gulf of Tonkin or whatever it is, we all are kind of just freaked out in real time. So we're, well, you can't just say Gulf. You can't. You can't just blurt out Gulf of Tonkin because a lot of people don't know that Gulf of Tonkin was a false flag before Vietnam. That, that's true. Vietnam that's war. true. I mean, whatever they throw so, out there, you know, the Iraq War, Persian Gulf. Oh my God, they're tipping over incubators and pouring over babies. I mean, there's a lot of fear and fear tactics that go into a lot of things that we see as like political and military stuff. But again, nowadays, as we've said. Military play, I mean, we've been at war in all these places, and these things are not uh, PR-wise a very good thing, so we're seeing things more asymmetrically. And as we talked about on our show last night, and we talked about literally, ladies and gentlemen, almost a year ago when the New York thing popped off, and they were you know, mandating vaccines, measles vaccines, for going to certain areas. And in my opinion, this was a beta test, and even then I said, just one outbreak away from this being super crazy and et cetera, et cetera. And I really, really do mandatory vaccines. Mandatory vaccines. I definitely implore people to listen to our episode we had with George Pardos last night and his dissection of the, the genetic pathology of this particular virus, who it's hitting, who it's not hitting. I mean, it's hitting everybody, but who it could kill. There's an it, there's very interesting telltale signs as to who it's killing and who it's not killing. And only time's really going to tell on who is really taking out from a mortality standpoint. But very interesting yeah. conversation we had last night, and it kind of tagged well, teams somebody... with some of the conversations we had with Diana Gaitanzeva talking about right. genetic specific bioweapons in these different twenty plus facilities that had sprung up throughout Eurasia. Definitely worth you know. With the scientists that have diplomatic immunity so they can carry things with them and ship things that yes. can't be searched. Diplomatic That's... immunity. Okay, listen. Uh, we know the CIA hires scientists <laughs> and then give them diplomatic immunity, apparently. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Hey, let's create some shit that can wipe out <laughs> two-thirds of China, bring them to their knees, and, uh, mm. you know. And you see, I out, mean. Let's figure out how we're going to deliver it. And when you see from an economic standpoint, from an economic standpoint, literally, I mean, people aren't dying in huge numbers right now, but it is creating a fear. But from an economic standpoint, look at what's happening. I mean, it's decimating. How many people in the United States have died, Jeff, from coronavirus? I don't, I think it's... Um, zero? It's zero. In the U.S., you're right. You are correct. Yes, zero. Over okay, the world. Okay, so yeah. why would the stock market drop 
uh, historical losses. I mean, this is today. the, the, the uh, magic of the media, bro. It. This is the magic of the media. Shut down in China, Pakistan, a lot of other places because yeah. of it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's slowing down the world economy. Is it? Is it? Is it intended to collapse the uh, collapse the stock market, Jeff? Do you think that's what it's for to get rid of Trump? Well, I mean, again, this is another aspect of you know the conversation. This is this is all a part of some larger thing to again that's what's so crazy champ you know these last few weeks in in any of these situations like we've talked about in the fog of war in the immediacy of the situation all of these different theories and hypotheses are thrown around and you know everyone has good sources supposedly etc cetera, etc cetera, but only through weeks or months or years following do we really kind of find out what's going on and that's what's frustrated the shit out of me and if you listen to this show going back to las vegas ladies and gentlemen i still don't feel i have a good grasp on what the fuck happened in las vegas and this because is they just... won't tell us but i think uh, i think we have come up with a few yeah of course yeah. um scenarios that are very yeah, likely as for sure. and none of them include a 68 year old fat guy shooting <laughs> a gun out a window of a fucking hotel who liked who liked video poker no right it's, and I get it. I, I'm, you're right. Hey, man. listen, listen. I mean, MSNBC and CNN and everybody reported that he made $5 million a year playing video poker. I mean, the guy must have been the best in the world. Video $5 poker. $5 million a year doing yeah, that. I know. Video poker at the bar, $5 million a year. <laughs> My ass. Right. <laughs> he was flying dope and weapons for the CIA or FBI or whoever. Yeah, whatever secrets he has, he needs to spread that shit to my mom's card club that they've had for the last 30 years so they can, you know, <laughs> clean up and go home, baby. No, seriously. I mean, it's uh, like they, literally the lack of information is is troubling because you don't know. In, I heard somebody on the radio today. They're like, There's no gray from a one to ten. It's it's crazy or it's nothing. There's no mid ground of like, no, this could get a little nutty. You know what I mean? But it's. Like I said last night, man, and when you hear Trump's press conference, when you hear these official people using this kind of tepid language of, no, it it, could get pretty crazy. Like that, not freaks me out because it could actually hurt from a physical standpoint or physiological, like we talked about it in in the conversation. If you lack this particular gene, it's not going to be, the mortality rate's lower. But, dude, it doesn't even matter if people really could die from this. The level of fear that can be created is off the charts as we're seeing and what it's doing to global markets. That's the kind of shit I'm worried about. It never has to be really legitimately happening for people to lose their mind. Dude, I have this, a friend of mine that I work with. Dude, he went, he has gone straight doomsday prepper and my phone's been blowing. I mean, it's crazy. Well, think about this. As, as we've talked about, on, talked about on several episodes of, uh, you know, certain banks, Wells Fargo closing 800 branches, um, into 2020, uh, Deutsche Bank is has lost so much in its value in stock that it's I think it's it's pretty scary. It's just a staircase straight down for five years, and the CEO of Deutsche Bank already saying that the Federal Reserve and European Central Bank have no more options left the next time around that the collapse happens and. Um, that well, means have no you QE. seen that this, means no, yes. no QE, man, no quantitative. Well, that that either. whole it's it's now they've changed the language. I forget what it's called now. I, I forget the actual name, but it, that the the new version of the QE is supposed to end here at the end of March in April, 
They want Trump out, and they will use well, a that, pandemic yeah, to that, cover it and and make make the excuse when it all goes under and they start a new currency that could potentially be digital only, which is a little scary, don't you think? Well, imagine that. I mean, we've we've talked about how they need to, in my opinion, get rid of the old to bring in the new, and what they are bringing in as far as the new is. You know, possibly things that are leaning into this uh, so agenda, agenda 21, sustainable development. What are your thoughts on that, champ? Well, I think, you know, everybody gets a chip in their arm. You go to work. At the end of the week, when you're done working, they upload your previous week's check into the chip into your arm with a scanner. So you're, you're, you're ready to go to the bar and go partying, right? And, uh, and then at the bar, uh, after you drink and, you know, happy hour and eat some food, they scan your arm and take some out as much as the, and add the tip in so that comes out of your chip out of your arm then you forgot you got to stop at the grocery store and pick some stuff up you buy some stuff at the grocery store you got to scan your wrist with your chip to pay for that um and when you go to church you know here's the coolest part jeff when you go to church they hand the baskets around but the baskets are no longer baskets they're just like almost discs and you just wave your wrist over it and you donate to the church <laughs> <laughs> See, and is it, it, I'm, I'm assuming in jest you're you're saying this, but at the end of the day, somewhat in jest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But jest. again, you know, you're, you're talking cash. about you're talking about Revelations, the Book of Revelations, where they say you're not going to be able to buy, sell, or trade or anything without this mark of the beast. And look at what has happened, in my opinion, beginning with our social security number, because you're not able to do shit without that. And right. that adds to the barcode that we all love so much, what became our credit card, which now is our debit card and that bank account. And everything is so much more digitally transacted now, like you were saying. Are we already there? Bro, and, so, and something like this, you were saying, gets rid of credit fiat, cards are fiat credit currency? Cards, credit cards are the mark of the beast. You're a slave to it, right? Well, the debt debt is slavery. I mean, that's yeah. what they say. You know, debt, I mean, if you if you can't pay for it with cash, you don't need it. I mean, unless... You're, you're really. I tell you what, man. Um, we paid off almost all of our credit card debt. Um, I incurred some credit card debt because of some some crazy shit that happened with my. A lot of people don't know. I had a stalker for three years, dude. He was insane. It was like Cape Fear level stalker. Um, cost me massive amounts of money in attorney fees and stuff, and uh, um, racked up so much uh, money in attorney fees, dude. That I mean, I started using credit cards. Which is the irony when we first linked back up, dude. I mean, or when we linked up to do the show, his name was Jeffrey Wilson, too. Like, who fucking knew? Yeah. <laughs> I joke, ladies and gentlemen. I joke. No, but uh, so, yeah, man, it is it. And we got that stuff paid off and cut them up. They don't exist anymore. They haven't existed for quite a while. So they can get dangerous, man. I mean, especially with the interest rates that they have now with. I mean, it's just it's absolutely off the rack. But uh, it's about living a sim lot simpler for me. It is. It That's is a lot more peaceful. A lot more peaceful. I, I I tell you what, man. And since we're just you know freestyling, freeballing, you know, I one night, dude, one night I came home from work, and I had always, I've always been kind of like that min minimalist kind of guy, and I think I saw a documentary too on like tiny houses or something. One night I came home from work, and I just looked around at all the just random shit that was around me that I did not need. Exactly. And I, that next morning, there was literally a pile of shit in the middle of my, you know, living room floor that I wound up either donating or whatever else. And but it's always been for me, man. I mean, less is more. I mean, there's so much stuff that we think we need, but we don't. And we talk about it all the time, like things, people, 
trampling each other for shoes and Black Friday sales. Like, really? Is that where we're at now? It is Dude, often- I saw a guy. Now, granted, I've got children and a wife and all that sort of stuff, but I visited a good I won't say his name or anything. Up by Bellevue, Iowa, I visited. He's got um, several hundred acres up there. And over the years, uh, I mean like 40 years, he's, he's probably 60-something, um, he had planted some outrageous number of pine trees. I mean, not like 10,000. We're talking like eight, 85,000 pine trees on his property. You're talking like uh, in, in Back to the Future, Old Man Peabody. But, but here's the thing. It's a, it's a pine forest, and it's got a pond in the middle of it. He can hunt deer on it, obviously, and he does. Um, but on that, build, on that property, as a building. It's a big pole building. And it's a garage underneath, and then upstairs he has basically apartments for uh, the guys that stay out there that go hunting and fishing, right? It's the perfect setup because you can have your vehicles right inside the house with you, nice. all of it. It's, it's pretty cool. That's the prepper style of, of living. Dude, I want, I want a couple of nice shipping containers, like a nice, you know, 50 feet under the ground. For your for your arsenal, maybe fused together. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, not the well, let me not let me uh, let me ask you. And someone else said this the other day. If it if it, if it becomes some super hot zone or whatever it is, EMP or just some I am legend scorched earth thing, is that is that a scenario you really want to live and like raise your family and we're like not just absolutely. Everybody. I was just watching I am legend the other day. <laughs> I, was watching, I was watching Will Ferrell or Will Smith. <laughs> Uh, go, go into all those houses and just collect whatever the fuck you wanted. But I, I mean, was- I, that probably does appeal to you. I mean, I mean, not just you, but I mean, I, to, to that, I mean, you know, it, it, there is come some kind of like cool shit to it. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the, I don't know if you remember the movie The Day After, back when they were like hitting everybody with the whole, you know, Russians going to scorch earth and all that shit. And there was that movie The Day After with, uh, uh, James Robards or whatever. It was like a national. Never saw it. Never saw it. Yeah, so Red it, Dawn. Red Dawn, bro. Red Dawn. Yeah, well, see, and that's in that that came that followed that that kind of followed right. that. But but um, the day after was it had already happened. You know what I mean? Like the bomb already went off, and everyone's kind of walking around. Eventually, like it was just a sad scenario. The people who did survive, like how their life was. It was not some romantic version of living off the land and everybody's all good. And I mean, it was pretty gnarly. It was pretty freaking gnarly. So. I don't know, man. Depending on the scenario, and we talked about that, and we had that uh, uh, James Atwell. Uh, you know what? For whatever reason, we did not our technical issues could not get him on. But you know how they created this this archaic revival? How they made this so sexy with all the Discovery Channel, naked and afraid, living off the land. You know, I don't know. We'll see. It wouldn't. Be, yeah, look, if I had the solar and everything else in place, and you know. Um, had a little experience with it. I, I mean, we're just going to have to free ball it if things go uh, ass end up, right? Well, it depends on the nature of the disaster. If it's, you know, one of those things where it's like volcanic ashes everywhere, it's like, fuck, do you really want to live through that or nuclear? I mean, but if it's something like this and it's, or, you know, some kind of civil war where you really have to kind of, you know, it's kind of a terrestrial thing and you can defend your land, it's, and that's a little bit different. Just tell me where the canned goods are, bro. Well, we don't need canned goods, brother, because we have my Patriot Supply, as you know. Good, pa- good job, good God, you're, you're bright, you're bright. Well, I, I like mean, it. come on, man, I shouldn't have to have told you that. My but Patriot yeah, Supply. Prepare yeah. with the farm, ladies and gentlemen. Prepare with the farm and go check out the uh, the supply that they absolutely have. It's amazing stuff, along with the other sponsors. But yeah, In- go to the website, click on the link. There you go. That's the best way to do Get it. Ready? Because we have uh, 
yes, my Patriot Supply in my basement. So I'm yeah. ready to eat that. And look, if I get lucky enough to shoot a deer or two, I'll eat that too. Well, and you know, we have fire insurance, house insurance. Some have life insurance. It's like, why not have, you know, whatever it is, whether it's an earthquake or an EMP or something like this, and you can't go out of the house. I mean, honestly, champ, straight up, dude. I mean, it, literally, like I said, the language they're laying on us right now is like, no, nah, it's, you know, they're literally telling us kind of to freak out, but not freak out. Because literally from the CDC, they're saying, if you don't have to send your kids to school, basically don't. If you have meetings with your businesses, do them telecommunication wise, like don't go to work. So they're like laying it out already. So it's like. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you have been a big believer that uh, Trump is just an actor. He is the greatest actor, by the way, if he is. Um, <laughs> and he taught Vince how to be Vince McMahon, as you pointed out many times on this show. Yes. Um, are we watching a play or orchestrated? I don't believe we are. I, I, I truly believe that, that we have some very evil people within the government. And, uh, and I think while Trump is not an angel, of course, I think he actually feels this is the legacy <clears throat> he, he needs to leave behind. I, I think um, I think you know I may be wrong. I may be wrong. You could but, be right. I think he's. I think. But, that, but what I'm saying if, here's the thing: if you're right, you know, in the WWE, they constantly have to one up themselves when they, you know, pull off these, you know, little soap operaish, um, little and it's it's impressive. I mean, because a lot of these people can act actually very well, right? right? right, right. Um, and and you know so. It's a grown man soap opera, right? It's, but again, it, but it's when we good. when we've talked about bro over you know these last three four years and these you know conspicuous resignations, wow, why isn't Jack Ryan or what? Not Jack Ryan, the guy. The I'm sorry, I fucked his name up. Anyway, why are these why are these senators and congressmen not running again? They're just dipping out, resigning and not running again. And we all thought it was like Q because because you know Q was coming after him. You're thinking about you're thinking about Ryan that was the uh, speaker of the, of the speaker uh, of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you know their name, his name, I should know. Wisconsin. It, but... From Wisconsin. Yes, exactly. But I'm just yeah. saying, are these guys yeah. dipping out because they were hip to? Because again, they all play the <coughs> not all, but most of them play the long game, and a lot of them can easily get hip to what's going on. So it's like you know, I I just throw that into the uh, maybe they were guilty of. Maybe maybe they knew that they were guilty of some very corrupt things, and they better get out while they could. Well, and that was the first consensus. So these guys dipping out because you know the cue and the hammer's going to drop. Or from the larger standpoint, did they know that there was going to be some larger scorched earth? Because I'm telling you, people are hitting champ. We've talked about this. The Georgia Guidestones. People are hitting me up with it. Like they're they're saying this is it. This is it. But as we've seen, not everybody's going to die from this. This is not full on fucking Ebola or whatever else. There's only a certain if the people if, if it, the trend stays the way it is now, we're only going to see a certain percentage of people dying, which is now two percent. And if according to George Pardos, his epidemiology is correct on who is going to be affected by this, it's going to be basically people who don't his carry epidemiology the- is worth. You cut out there for a second. I apologize. Where you said his epidemiology. If his epidemiology is on point, it will only affect people who don't carry that Neanderthal gene, as far as like mortality rates. So we will see, and that's only that's really only a time will tell. I I was so fascinated hearing George say that last night, and then it really just baited the whole Chinese, larger... Mongolians, yes. into Pakistan. Yes, it, um, it also baited... the Persians uh, do not have the Neanderthal gene. He said, or enough of it. 
here's a th- here's the interesting thing. You pointed out somebody died today. The Iranian ambassador to the Vatican, I believe. If there's even a post, I saw the Iranian a- the the Iranian ambassador to the Vatican. The, uh, the guy's to name the Vatican, and now the Pope is sick. And the Pope is sick because and and I in Italy. I mean, obviously, we've heard they've they've shut down pretty much a whole portion of some of their northern areas because of this. So it's like, I mean. Again, someone brought something, you know, more people. We lose 50,000 people a year to the opioid crisis and to heroin. That's the Vietnam year every Vietnam war every year. And we're not even close to those numbers. And we're hearing all of this, these uh, horns of Gundor and these alarm signs sounding. I'm not saying don't because it could be very dangerous. But I'm just like, are people we're in, like George was saying last night, we're not seeing Spanish flu type epidemic numbers. We're Right, right. Hey, so just so you know, uh, not to get off on a tangent here, but I no. think this is important. I just got a text message from a friend in Fargo, North Dakota, who uh, pointed out they filmed um, somebody at, at the gym or something that said uh, he's a conspiracy farm fan who lives in Fargo now, but is from South Africa. So we have a, a conspiracy farm fan up in Fargo from South Africa. I'm going to play this video of him talking. Let's see what he says. Hey, I'm Pete, and uh, I listen to the conspiracy farm. I like it a lot, and uh, have very similar thoughts and very similar theories. But we are considered conspiracy theorists because of that, and not everybody understands it. But I'm from South Africa originally, and coming to this country and the U.S has broadened my spectrum of view very, very much, and I just see a lot of times how sheltered people are. We are living in a bubble, and the truth might be staring them right in the face, and they never even see it, or just don't have the ability to understand just the deeper context of uh, what's going on. And I love what you guys do. <laughs> how cool is that bro that's cool shit i missed a little bit but i mean that but essentially in the middle he was saying because we're conspiracy i didn't quite make it all up but he was saying because you're conspiracy theorists people don't take you as serious and we've talked about that forever and hopefully we're well and he's and and he then he said uh you know these people will have it literally the the facts staring them straight in the face yes and they will not see it they will not see it and he just said you know we uh, from South Africa, love what you guys do, man. Keep it up, all that. So hey, that's cool. But no, that's cool. I mean, like I said, we get messages. All, I mean, it's. I don't like to use the words being right and telling truth, even though we have truths to a lot of. We're all saying the same stuff, man. We all just want the same stuff for ourselves, our kids, our families, and we're just sick of being freaking lied to. That's why it's so crazy. People are using so much more of the whole Stockholm syndrome notion of the things that are going. I mean, it's like we. We just make excuses for our abusers off the time, oftentimes, and it's uh, everyone's really tired of it. Don't make excuses, man. And uh, you know, I've had people lose their temper with me. Um, I mean, that's that's going to happen. Please, God, just you know, uh, one of the funniest ones was uh, I was with my executive producer at the time, not Daryl. After Daryl passed away, uh, Jason. <laughs> I'm sitting in the back seat. It's after. We did uh, a live broadcast, and we're driving like 45 minutes back to our hotel towards the airport because we're going to fly out early the next morning. I go, hey, man, I go, uh, because I know that he hates conspiracies because it just, they freak him out, you know, when he right. hears them. Yeah. And so I like messing with him, and I go, uh, hey, man, I go, uh, have you heard about the Anunnaki's? And, uh, <laughs> wow. And I go, and the Emerald Tablets, bro. 
he goes, Pat, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Just don't do it. Stop it. And I go, I go, why don't you want to learn about this stuff? He goes, because I want to sleep at night. <laughs> and that's usually how it is, man. That's usually I how it. I yeah. get it because I've, I've, I've had this stuff swirling in my head and going, wow, I can't believe it. Especially early on when you're trying to, you're, once your eyes open and your brain opens to this stuff and you go, wow. Talk well, and you were saying, I mean, it's, life. it's, I mean, we, like I said, and I hate to keep lamenting it, but we get messages all the time, but you in down home Iowa at the local high V, which is Chinooks or high low or whatever grocery store you have, you would have people coming up to you, housewives of sorts and be like, wow, I <laughs> had my mind blown a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you remember, um, uh, I was, Looking for scratch paper to write some notes for the show tonight. And you know what I stumbled upon? Some some copious notes and files on the Sarnayas, some facts. Mm. Well, I you got to fill that in there, big brain. Yeah, I can't I can't say who sent it, but we... But who we are the Sarnayas, champ? Let's, we can just fill everybody in. Who are the Sarnayas? The Sarnayas are the two uh, brothers that did the pulled off the Boston bombing and were on the uh, FBI payroll and... and uh, had CIA ties, etc. Yeah, the older brother was in uh, Chechnya at a terrorist training facility when it was attacked by uh, Russian Spetsnaz soldiers. Uh, he was one of the guys that escaped, and his passport was found in the terrorist training facility in Chechnya. Right. And he somehow was able to get back into the United States with the assistance of uh, some uh, federal agents, apparently, and uh, continued on his way. Well, yeah. uh, uncle, uncle, their uncle, Uncle Ruslan, lived with Graham Fuller, his name, who was a CIA employee who basically controlled a certain that certain region of the stands and uh, the former Soviet republics, uh, etc., uh, for the CIA to radicalize. Their whole role was to let radicalize uh, individuals, etc. It's not just a conspiracy theory. Go look it up. But yeah. Good times, good times. Yeah, so you're getting the email with the uh, with the young man from uh, South Africa. Probably. Yeah, and we'll we'll add that audio in. That. Anyway, um, we don't want to go off on an old tangent there. Eventually, no, we'll we're freeballing. That's I mean, honestly, that champ. This is what we're talking about. Moving into the 2020 election, it's not about us choking on our. I'm sorry. Let's just put it more delicately. Patting ourselves yeah. on their own back. That's not what we're saying. We have been having conversations you about did, that. Was a, actually very good by you. I mean, that was a, that was a smooth transition there. What's that? You, when you you put on the brakes there and, and went a, a more diplomatic route. Yeah, well, I mean, just because you know, I mean, it's it's really about just look at you know. My thing is, my thing is, it's all freaking wrestling. Not that they're all cool and blah 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 blah. It's almost like you know, mafia families fighting for the block is what we're looking at, and you know, moving into twenty twenty. Jesus, again, last year we were talking about how crazy the measles thing was in New York and how, hey, we're just one step away from a crazy outbreak. And I'm not saying that's what's going to happen is mass inoculation, but these things are happening. A shooting at the brewery. And what did I, I mean, I said, we're going to be seeing more shootings, more just everything across the board is going to be going nuts leading into the 2020 election. So just buckle up and we all can't just be, well, yeah, there are. They're going to try to fuse it through everything political and all the things they have us divided on. But uh, it's uh, it's it's no, it's it's going to get crazy, and that's the 
It already is. It already is. I mean, well, think about that. I'm, you know, how big are they going to blow this coronavirus thing up? You know, it's trippy stuff, bro. Trippy stuff. I mean, again, it, not even just a, you know, all we're. All, the fact that we're all just one outbreak away from whatever. I mean, look at the economic implications that are already happening. If they really kind of, I mean, in for me, what I'm seeing, there's no end in sight. Everything is kind of escalating as much as they're saying, like, you know, no, no, the diagnoses are going down. I heard today I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and 30 miles away, there's a place called Belleville, Illinois. And in the news today, there's supposedly testing going on, not to scare or whatever. There, we're, I guess we're going to have to wait two days to find out. Anyway, someone's being tested for possible corona here in Belleville, Illinois, which is 30 miles from St. Louis. So, again, like they said, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of, you know, when. It's going to happen. Well, but, here's, here's NBC News, uh, the website. Here's, here's some of the... Uh, Headlines, coronavirus outbreak spread sparks fears for American travelers. Here's another one. After yeah. mystery coronavirus case, health officials go into detective mode. Well, and if you listen By to the language everybody's the using. The as the outbreak spreads. If you listen to the language that they're using, they're kind of spreading fear without saying like, holy fuck. I literally, a young lady that I work with, she's been uh, planning for a year to go to Japan. And she found out, I think a week ago, that it's been canceled. And um, the moment I was talking to her, I happened to be in an establishment where there's a bunch of TVs. I turned to my right and was watching what was going on on the TV. And at the bottom, across the bottom, how they stream news, it said the women's world hockey team, was can- their trip to Japan was canceled as well. So not only did this young lady uh, get news of her just university trip being canceled to Japan, I mean, it's... The travel stuff's already going on, which is obviously right. as we seeing are seeing lock us down here in the United States from traveling around the country. I'm going to go. This is bullshit. But, bro, that's what I'm saying. They're incrementally hitting. I mean, they just said the right. other day right. the, the right. Korean airline person in L.A. L.A. Are you kidding me? That's not Council Bluff, Iowa. That's fucking L.A. And with the whole right. incubation period or whatever they're saying now that you could be literally you could have it and be contagious for 24 days now and not know you have it that's fucking frightening because you're literally you, spreading it you, for a month and i got coronavirus in albuquerque new mexico you know why you know why i say that <laughs> you were sick i don't know if you got corona i, mean, I got so sick i had the same violent shakes that i'm seeing on tv from chinese hospitals of of victims of it i i'm saying it possibly because my lungs i'm telling you for 10 days were soup well, that was a minute. Heard, what was you, that? You haven't heard anything like this before in your life. What was it? A month or two? I mean, you would think you would have heard more outbreaks in those areas, though. Well, it, were they, was China just not telling us, dude? Was, no, it, was whether they is, were telling us or not, you, we you, you Asians had it. Frequent casinos. I, I understand, but you had it, and if you were dude, coughing was, and you were, cont- you were supposed to laugh at that point. I'm just. <laughs> thing you had it for however long and you were on planes with your family i mean somebody would have had it or you know had symptoms so if you had had that particular i don't know i'm not a fucking epidemiologist or virologist when i got sick this is uh, flu season too so you got to remember that yeah it wasn't flu it wasn't flu it was strictly uh full-blown full-blown anyway um here's some more headlines from nbc management doesn't listen inside employee led revolt 
at Shutterstock. Interesting. Dow plunges nearly 1,200 points. 1,200 today, bro. Markets diving. 3,000 in the last week. The correction could be coming. So here's what you do. Um, here's, here's what experts are saying, and it happened during the Depression. The stock market plunged a long ways, and uh, a lot of people bought up a lot of stock. You're going to have the, that. The wealthy people, right, who had the extra money. Bought up a lot of the stock. I made the and, joke. And, I made the joke of like what bottomed out. What and stocks it, are people going to start short selling? You know what stocks are getting hit right now? Right. People betting on the fact that you know stocks fall. It happens. But I mean, uh, I, I, I honestly, after having a conversation, I honestly felt better after talking to our boy George last night on our conversation that, I mean, in, not in, in, in what way? Why? Well, just because it was and not just because I necessarily felt protected because I do, you know, I do have the freaking Angela Jane, you know what I mean? But I mean, it's just it's I don't think it's it's more. This is an asymmetrical warfare tool that's not meant to so much scorch the earth, Georgia Guidestone stuff, but it is supposed to serve a purpose as far as creating a certain amount of fear. People will get sick. People will die. And as we know, these, you know, whatever you want to call them, architects of our society have no problem with bodying some people to create a large, you know, to fulfill a larger agenda. So I don't think it's going to be one of those... uh, you know, like the movie Outbreak, where they have to fire bomb cities, et cetera, et cetera. It will spread. It'll get gnarly. But now, um, here, now think of this: in in North Korea, it is reported from an insider that uh, they had um, a confirmed coronavirus in North Korea. And guess what they did with them? <laughs> Help me out, dude. I don't want to. I can again. I can guess. I mean, I, dude, I was seeing today. Yeah. I was seeing today. There are there are buildings being built in China where there. And this, this all could be horseshit, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just throwing hey, where this. Where are you going? I just asked you a question. I know, I know, but I'm about to answer it with this. Like you know, they're 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 creating buildings where they're 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 seeing. They're basically, they're incinerating people supposedly. And I'm thinking that's what could be happening in North Korea. They're going so to. So what they do with the guy in North Korea? What they what what did the what did the witness say? I don't know. They shot him. <laughs> yeah, and then That's burn what them they up. Do with them. This is a zombie apocalypse, dude. Well, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go so happens. sideways, but it made me think of literally what I just read before we went on. That they're supposedly they're they're as, as they supposedly have heard, built these four hospitals in China in such a short period of time um, to combat this in the Wuhan district. I also read today that they're seeing these facilities being built in chimneys smokestacks being sent off these chimneys meaning the numbers are way higher than we think and they're actually burning bodies yeah well i mean what do you do you know what do you do well you you, what you do what you do champ is you go make out with a chinese chick with a bat hanging out of her mouth that's what you do (laughs) no if you think about it all these all these um zombie apocalypse movies this is it if if yeah. if people panic that much, like they did in North Korea, and went, uh, you know, the mortality rate's really high. Uh, if you see if you see one of them, shoot them. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, dude, I, that, I you that, know that and, can happen during a pandemic. You realize? Yes, right? I know. But even these small things, like whatever the NBC nightly news I saw tonight, just the fact that you're seeing reporters wearing the face mask. 
it just the, from a visual, even if it's not as crazy, you're still you're still seeing like, oh my god, these guys are taking these precautions. And even uh, uh, Orange County, San Francisco, calling a disaster area when no cases have been seen there, declaring a um, state of emergency. That's what I'm city. saying. And someone because sent there are me no a thing. Cases of coronavirus. Someone sent me a thing, and this is just we're free balling tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I literally have no notes in front of me. Someone sent me. Are they going to th- start? Are they going to start uh, offing all the homeless people in LA County? Like seventy. Well, and so this is what I heard. I heard supposedly this is going to grow. Trump. Not being a good guy, is going to say this is a national emergency. This will be his Katrina, seventy-five thousand pa- death from coronavirus in LA street. Pa- pandemic type scenario, and it, you know, like I said, it'll be used politically to like take him down. I don't know. We'll see. Rabbit hole, bro. Rabbit hole. Who a lot knows? of people would laugh at that, wouldn't they? But I mean, you know, we've seen it happen before. And again, I say it. We see it all the fucking time. Only through pers- historical perspective are we like, oh, no, that's so crazy. You know, it's like, do we get it sometimes? Now when we say this, oh, no, no. What, asymmetrical warfare, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's exactly what this is. As- listen to my boy George last night. So from, go through. Go from, through from, the pathogenic, from the pathogenic warfare. genotype markers that are within this virus, we know. We know that this is man-made. This is not natural. We know so this. What, give give people the definition of asymmetrical warfare. I mean, you name it. Propaganda is asymmetrical warfare. I mean, it, false flag attacks are asymmetrical warfare. Anything that is not – we are so used in, in our culture, in our societies, we're used to – you know, that revolutionary war, symmetrical warfare scenario, or World War One, or even, you know, 1917 being a recent movie. Bad guys over here lined up on this side, getting the shit blown out of them. Good, you know, however you want to frame it. But that's... Put two, put two teams in uniforms and let them go at and it. And just let them go at it. And we've been doing that not only for, you know, the last hundred years, but we've been seeing it play out in real time with all these different countries who are at war. And it's bad PR. It's bad optics. And eventually, and I've never thought nuclear... Regardless of people who think nuclear weapons weren't real, they were never going to be implemented. They, you always want to have that, you know, speak softly, carry a big stick, Teddy Roosevelt type shit. But nowadays, with the global economy being so intricately interdependent, everybody needs each other. No one's going to freaking scorch the earth with radiation weapons, but they will do it. They will do it with specific bio, specific uh, genetic, specific bioweapons. Or now, I mean, ultimately, the Georgia Guidestones, you quote quite often and the keep the world population at 500 million for uh in perpetuum whatever um that's basically paraphrasing it that's almost yeah. word for word but on it is written in several languages what uh, what is written on it uh on the georgia guidestones in several different languages I don't know, but I know just the general consensus is bringing numbers back to a number of basically half million which is huge but the long it's Look, like a monument to <clears throat> eugenics. Right. And again, they may not go to that actual number. It's almost like General Wesley Clark saying we're going to take out these five countries in seven years or vice versa. I mean, the time frame and the numbers might be off a little bit. But at the end of the day, yes, eugenics is the main player of what's, what's, what we're seeing larger happening now. And it may happen on a different time frame than what they say, but it's definitely happening. So what I'm saying is, is that um, even though the world economy is so intertwined, if you're one of the elites who would want to get rid of the vast majority of the population on the planet, um, you really wouldn't care anymore about necessarily 
um, booming economies once you've got everything you need, right? I mean, once you're living on New Zealand in a castle and you have uh, well, everything you need, I mean, you can waste the people and a lot the, of the, the people The people who are going to be running everything as this reset happens, they don't need the dough. It's just all about control. And they just want less motherfuckers to control. It's never about necessarily accumulating more wealth because they have all the wealth they need. But as we yeah, move into I mean, this while, next... While, as this, while, this, you this, are, uh, while you and I are working on saving enough money to send our kids to college, um, these people are planning for takeovers of like the gold of Nigeria. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that it's like the same thing. You know, they're they're just uh, they're harvesting um, this algorithmic information. Information is the new, you know, data is the new oil. You know what I mean? That's why it's just Dude, like think about the Clint- think about the Clintons, how they would roll into a country like they did in uh, Haiti after the earthquake. Um, their brother ends up owning the the, the rights to the gold mine. In, yeah, uh, in in Haiti, and they build like 17 houses and skedaddle with all the donations to the to the Clinton Foundation. Well, and then billion, try, try to skedaddle with dollars. some try to skedaddle with some kids too with Laura Silsby with her 70 kids right. trying to 30 kids or whatever across seven, uh, yeah, trying to well, sneak yeah. them into the public. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy shit. It's the world we live in, dude. It's the freaking so anyway, world we live in. Uh, well, and then like look at what's going on now, man. I mean, you know, Bernie's Bernie supposedly neck and neck with Trump done whoops some ass in Iowa and uh, New Hampshire and now Nevada and moving into South Carolina. I mean, what's what's happening there? Are they trying to create this notion of a Trump Bernie thing? Like, is that going to happen? It seems like that's what's uh, inevitable, but wow. that seems yeah, so like <laughs> it's bizarre. It's, it's so bizarre. Dude. It's so bizarre to even picture those debates. Picture of those debates. Yeah, it's di- so I mean, di- it's, see again. That's you know, bizarre, champ. I, I must. I, I'm a big thing on the long game social engineering people. Like they're they're not creating. There's no gray in this anymore. You know what I mean? It's everything is to the extreme. There's no middle ground. People with any, you know, like I said, I've never, regardless of what side you're on, I've never seen the Democratic Party get so hijacked by your such extreme. Or I mean. Again, we can have this conversation, but you know these freshman congresswomen, whatever they call them, the brood or what the fuck, the tribe or AOC is a is a psyop, bro. Yeah, all of that. I mean, all of that. But I've just never seen like that the the upper echelon is like, yeah, let's go ahead and let these these young whatever men, women, freshmen, fresh people, Congress people define who we are. I mean, so it's just like. It just for me, it's always seemed like wrestling. It all has seemed like a work, like something else is going on. Like I just alluded to, it's like, and I could be wrong. Are are these, did these senators and Congress people not run again? Did they resign because they knew something was coming, whether it was indictments from Q and all that other shit or something larger? None of that could even be possibly happening, but shit just seems off. Listen, dude, listen. I mean, the people that are voting for Bernie, now think of this. Everywhere from people who are on the government dole period, uh, maybe generationally raised, all the way up to the guy that went to Hollywood because he was the greatest actor at the uh, at the junior college and knew he was going to be a fucking star in Hollywood. Got out there, uh, got used and abused, never got a job, and is bartending somewhere. And are you talking about anybody in particular? Every, every once in a while, a star shows up at the bar, and he's pissed, and he's voting for Bernie because he wants his. Those are the people that are voting for Bernie. 
Hmm. Right? It, it, it's, you know, when I, what, and I'm not, geez, this could cause some consternation, but <clears throat> how I fuck with Bernie, the only thing, and I've said this before, is his indictment of the oligarchs of letting us know that this is not a democracy per se as we know it. It's an oligarchy. There's a few I mean, not, not running the many. Not true capitalism. Not true capitalism. I mean, and that's just on its face. Like, you know, and we do have elements of socialism in our society. And that's what, oh, that's another thing. People, we, that's another thing we need to do is have on this show so we can start really qualifying the this conversation because everything, like even um, uh, Bernie Sanders says, everything is kind of fused to the lens of this notion of Leninist, Stalinist, Paul Pot, fucking Mao Zedong. And I don't know if, the, I, I'm, I can no, only man. imagine that's not the case, that he's trying to create gulags of fucking tens of millions of people being that killed because that's what happened. Man. Dude, that guy has been a ward of the state his entire fucking life. He I'm, will I'm, go that route in a heartbeat. He will go that route in a heartbeat if he could. Um, of wow. calling million, tens of millions of people? Like killing people? 100%, because that's the only way you can enforce that type of government. You have to kill massive amounts of people. You have to rule by true force. You can't force free people uh, into that lifestyle without a fight. And it's it's going to be a fight, especially here. They still have not gotten the guns. And that is very, very important. If they get the guns, then it's over. And, see, and that's another huge part of it. Again, I think that's part of been, been a part of the engineering, the whole going after the Second Amendment, because you look yeah. at how it's all played out. In my opinion, I, again, I just try to err on the side of humanity. Man, they could never fucking be that horrible again. But anyway, even if they do, we look at uh, precursors in history when they do disarm the people and they try to implement this authoritarian type shit. You have no way to protect yourself, so you're fucked. And again, it's not about, I've heard people say, it's not about us going against the government per se as far as, you know, gun for gun, because obviously their guns are bigger. But you know what I mean? Well, look, you're not going to order your military to destroy your own country. You're just not. No, just no. Not. But and, as far as as far as people, people military, protecting their rights, it's not about whether you can match them per se. It's about just I want to have the means to be able to protect myself if that's what has to happen, whether it's against the military or whomever else. But don't take my ability to be able to defend myself. That's I mean, if we look at history, that's what's happened. The people in the cultures and societies who have fallen have not been able to defend themselves, whether it's global, you know, governmentally from a, whatever they say, a demo side is how people have most died in, you know, our society. Demo side is like government killing people. <laughs> you want to hear uh, what uh, I'm trying to remember um, a liberal uh, media person, a lady said, Oh my God, the, the NRA is, uh, is so evil. They're now targeting, um, minorities, blacks, Latinos, this and that, um, with, with marketing and all this other stuff. And, and, uh, you know, everybody goes, what you mean Latinos and blacks aren't allowed to fucking defend themselves. <laughs> what, right. what the, you know, what, what is your, what is your problem here? Um, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Buy a gun. Absolutely. I don't care who you are. If you're a law abiding citizen, I want you to have a gun 100%. Well, and then it gets into, I mean, whether, you know, people believe in the larger narrative of demonizing people who want to defend themselves or self-sufficiency, this shit we talk about all the time. It's, it's no accident that they're slowly, and it's never, what, what do they, what's it called? The death by a thousand cuts or whatever, something, you know what I mean? It's like, it never just happens. The middle middle class is being fucking butchered right now. But it's, it's it's never just one fell swoop. It's like a a, a death by a thousand slices or cuts. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah oh, it's, it's been it's gradual, man. I've watched it. Gradual I've watched as it. fuck. 
Yeah. So it's, you know, you think about it, you know, taxes alone uh, are a nightmare when you're incorporated in business for yourself. I mean, it's, it's a pain in the ass. And then, geez, I mean, healthcare, I, would I spend on healthcare a month to take care of my three daughters and my wife and myself and to have the uh, deductible, the size it is, it's, it's robbery. Man. Yeah, well, it's again, robbery. let me let me ask you because again, I want to have this conversation, and we've talked. Jesus, I hate to sound like this again, but AOC said something, and we've talked about it. why are we only broke? And I'm not talking about why public money should be spent for anyway. Uh, we have trillions of dollars, tens, twenties of hundred, you know, trillions of dollars that we're fucking engaged in war. We're never broke when it comes to that. Why is that? Well, you know, you got to close down those schools and, and uh, lay off those teachers, bro. You know, it's uh... no. I'm, I'm not even saying that. Like, but why are we? You know, the day before nine eleven, Donald Rumsfeld, like, hey, we're <laughs> holy shit, Donald Rumsfeld of all fucking people's, like, you know what? God damn it, we're missing four fucking trillion dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, oh shit, as, as if he lost somebody's phone number or some shit. You know what I mean? And right, so, I mean, right. from the larger standpoint, and again, this this goes beyond right, left, ladies and gentlemen. This is the it military, does. industrial, pharmaceutical, telecommunication complex that is playing us all up against both sides, but is spending yeah. hella money and that we don't fucking have. I can't hear you if you're continuing to talk, Jeffrey. After you said that says connection of lost, course. there was a problem with the network. Good job. <laughs> you were talking about. Uh, my point is, if you hey, hear me now, did you hear me talking at all? I did, I did, I did. You heard me saying that I lost you. I did. You did not. I did hear you. Okay, okay, because I couldn't hear you the entire time. That's right. Everyone else heard me, so all it's right. all good. Keep going, man. Sorry. No, I mean it's just you know the larger thing is it's just you know we we have to be intellectually honest. You know what I mean? If we want freedom, you know, for most, you know, for everyone, right? For our women, our children, our families, et cetera, et cetera. We have to be holding these people accountable, not just when they start talking about, you know, public social programs or whatever. I mean, you know, we have more corporate wealth, way more corporate welfare than we do social welfare, but we don't hear shit about that as much. You know, we see these fucking illegal fucked up wars that we talked about all the time. Dude, and it just really straight up fucking pisses me off because we've lost our fucking family members in some of this bullshit that we've just spent so much fucking money on that we know has been bullshit. I get we need well, to protect just, our country, et cetera, that. et cetera. But I'm just saying, dude, the, the, the amount of time, I mean, tw we've not been in any other war in Afghanistan, all these other places. We know what happened in Benghazi. We're going to be talking to uh, uh, Chris Peranto again here in a couple of days. This has all been trillions of dollars that we've paid for, but for some reason we're not as pissed at that. You sounded a little like Eddie at that point. <laughs> Eddie Bravo. Trillions of dollars. <laughs> Seriously, we, we talk about how are we going to pay for this Green New Deal. How the fuck have we been paying for these wars the last 20 years? Well, because we're in massive debt. But uh, nonetheless, what... It's, what it's, rings, it's not about... It, for me, it's not about people. capitalist socialism. It's just about intellectual honesty and holding people, economy, or holding people accountable who are just blowing fucking money we don't have and oftentimes on dumb sure. shit Absolutely. that just make us having to keep spending more money 
to justify that's spending more money how, down the that's, line. That's ultimately how they kill the country is is keep spending. That's, that's and shit do. like wow. this. You know what I mean? As far as Corona, and, I mean, it's like, uh, yeah. Sorry. But um, but what 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 seems to catch people's attention uh, as far as we'll talk to them is I just look at people and I go, how much freedom are you willing to leave your children with, or lack thereof? Right. You know what. What level of freedom are you leaving your children? Do you leave your children when you die uh, in a, a country of full-blown socialism or even, dare I say, communism potentially? Yes. As the feeding frenzy continues. And, and no um, one should so, be able to deprive you of that. As these different... There, should so- be, there shouldn't be a single man out there, a red-blooded American man, who shouldn't be willing to actually pick up and defend uh, freedom at that point, pick something up, a tool, and go to work to protect uh, freedom in this country and set things straight. Now, everybody's got a different idea of what straight's supposed to be. My, my idea of, of, of freedom is no, country, uh, no uh, national, no government involvement in, in private sector. You know, simple regulations and take your hands off the wheel and let people alone. The small guy, the small guy can't even start and compete with any of the big corporations, even if they come up with any kind of uh, invention that could revolutionize something, um, they get shut down, man. They get they get pushed out. Uh, the regulations uh, choke them out. They can't afford it. You know, the, it's just it's impossible. So the regulations need to go away, and uh, you know, a lot of people freak out about that because then it's suddenly drilling in national parks. I'm, that's not something I'm for. Uh, but but no, I mean, saying. but still, the, the the price tag again of these trillions of dollars of these wars that we've spoken about have been bullshit. Why? I right. mean, we're paying for that trillions. It's not just some side well, note. That's the fucking you know. It goes to the heart of kind of what we've all talked about of these false narratives that they create. I'm not saying Islamic fundament, fundamentalism isn't real, but but I could tell you, I can almost fucking guarantee you. They would not be near as successful and as implementive in their offensive strategies had not we, we not been paying for them and helping them. And when I say us, like us and Western forces, dude, again, trillions of fucking dollars. Trillions. Well, I can tell you that there's a lot of people sitting in different places in the world that are doing business because of warfare, right? So That's what know, it is, very, man. That's Medley Butler. It's a group of very powerful people, and... You know, you and I uh, probably don't want to fuck with those people. <laughs> it's not even well, bro. I mean, come on. Are we, are we, is that what we're gonna do now? We're just gonna like call fucking whoever else is saying socialism and you know Green New Deal. How are we gonna pay for this while while writing a fucking price tag or writing a you know a blank paycheck for all of this shit? We've all been writing it or for you know these last twenty. Well, so let's talk about since nine eleven. Essentially, let's talk about let's talk about the solution um, instead of the problem. So. Um, a monetary reset that may be coming, right? We know, like I said, Deutsche Bank's in its death throes, most likely. Uh, we could have a uh, go to digital currency. We could go to a whole new monetary system altogether that's backed by, you know, Trump has hinted around at, at uh, you know, he, he does not like the Federal Reserve. Um, I've said from the beginning of his presidency that if he makes it into a second uh, term, he will eventually kill the Federal Reserve. And does that come because, you know, a monetary reset happens and he says, nah, we're going to go ahead and print our own treasury notes and it's going to be backed by this gold. Um, I don't, so, yeah. I mean, again. I'm telling you, dude, the conversations I've had, I can't tell you. I can't even say what country they're from, but he's part of 
uh, one of the royal families of a country. Um, and uh, he, uh, he has sent me a lot of material, and I've sent some of it to you, uh, about this nation's gold stores, about the conflict that it had with, with Obama because the way Obama wanted to structure financial stuff with this gold. Um, and uh, we can say that, that uh, Trump is well-liked by these people. So I'm just saying there's a lot of and, uh, and honestly, I think that particular aspect of that conversation goes to a large part asymmetric warfare of what we're talking about. This stuff with the coronavirus is not just about destabilizing the economy. It's the same shit we've been talking about for the last two, three years. One belt, one road. Look at these particular areas where this stuff is happening and how the, the one belt road road, one belt, one road is going through this area. It's hey, all about destabilization. It's, like you know, said, problem, reaction, solution. Is the coronavirus a terrorist attack on the Chinese economy to bring them to their knees, to make them agree to what the terms that Trump wants for the trade deal. They're hurting so bad that they have to take it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, he's been pretty doing pretty good as far as getting the, you know, those particular company or China to appease or get into the whole trade deal or whatever he had going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the same. This is the asymmetrical warfare aspect of the ripple effect is more. I mean, this is that long game destabilization and i'm glad you actually brought that up with that particular country um because that's what it's really about you know um there's there's just a lot of layers to this man there's a lot of layers to this and we're gonna see it play out but again you know it doesn't even have to be a real thing as far as they're gonna kill everybody it's just creating that certain fear because that problem reaction solution methodology you know we're already seeing it happen dude 1200 points this is the supposedly the largest single day hit on the New York Stock Exchange today. And even if it's based off of fear, which usually those kind of losses are, dude, I mean, this is just the beginning. I have a book that's not completely done that starts with the collapse of the, uh, the stock market and China selling off all of its treasury notes and a total financial implosion happening. And uh, it combines a little bit of... Uh, I combined some tier one operators or almost like a, a Blackwater type company. And, uh, and one other element that, that I, I don't even want to say because anybody that has uh, half a brain, one eye and half a brain could put it together and go, actually, that's a really good idea. I'm going to go ahead and write that. <laughs> you, I, you've been talking since we've been linking up from a business standpoint, I've been hearing about this book and you are exactly and right. I just put it, I just, I got to a point where I just uh, I hit a block and I thought about it for a while and I just I left it I left it for a while. Trump changed the game so much that that uh, the book is relevant uh, even more so now today. But I wish I could have seen into the future a little bit more uh, and continued on it because this is this is how the book starts. It's it is uh, very close to this, so it's it's very interesting. Well, um, and, and again, one of these whatever situation it is, whether it's the Gulf of Tonkin, you know these. The, the, the fog of war that is happening, and this is what happened not too long ago with Soleimani, who's on whose side, et cetera, et cetera. You know, did the Chinese do this? Did the U.S. do this to the Chinese? Just please, just do as much as you can, not just to pay attention to the news, but try to extrapolate the bullshit from the news, see what's going on. Um, in, my, in my opinion, what the fear factor for me, that the the um, whatever the whatever it is, the deciding factor is the mortality rate. How many people are actually dying? Because um, from like like I said, George made me feel a lot better last night. 
as far as who's going to be. You can get this stuff, but who's going to be really dying from this is another story. But again, as we well, move I mean, into this 2020 election, dude. People with compromised immune systems, the elderly. Always. You know, and that's always, you know, 60. Trump wasn't wrong. at this thing, 60,000 a year. Um, but again, we're getting 50,000 a year from the heroin epidemic. So it's just like, let's look at the numbers, what's really happening. Because that's what I really wanted to ask George at the end of our conversation, bro. It's like, what, what's the fear factor rate? Like, when are you going to be freaked out? And he said pretty much, like I said, like once the numbers, the mortality rate numbers start going way up, that's the kind of when you freak out. But don't think they're not. What uh, what was his name? Um, Rahm Emanuel or Sololinsky. Never be afraid to 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 um, benefit from a situation or however they said. You know what I mean? They're going to try to benefit from these. Benefit from a crisis. Benefit Never let from a, a crisis. crisis go to waste. There we go. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Yes. My words. I do have somewhat of a memory after being punched in the head. <laughs> yeah, my words escaped me. Remember a few things. But there's so always that. There's always that aspect. Break. There's always that aspect to this, and I want to just go back to what I said. And I'm not again. I'm an idiot. But when asymmetric warfare happens, you're always like, "What? What's going on?" And you never really know that it's happening when it happens. We're all asking ourselves, "Is this man-made? Is it whatever? Whatever?" But the larger implications are having its effect the global economy etc cetera, etc cetera. so so you're speaking like a layman and then we're not laymen so you, i don't understand what you're saying because <laughs> you and i know this was a lab created virus that only kills a certain type of DNA. i'm talking to the fa- friends families and farmers and listeners who have been listening to these last several months of like let's see you're confusing them now like you're going back to when you didn't understand these things well no i'm just saying i'm almost again not patting ourselves on the back but like again leading up to this 2020 election we're going to be seeing more of this like i said we just had a shooting the other day or yesterday all of this we're going to be seeing more of this kind of shit leading up to the election yes some stuff just happens in life i get it but please asymmetrical fucking warfare (laughs) (laughs) we're not nostradamus but i'm just saying when when asymmetrical warfare happens you never know it's never an overt like boom they just threw a grenade that happened it's always some you know, whether it's propaganda or cyber warfare or biological warfare, they always if they do it and then everyone else is scratching their head saying, well, who, you know, who did what? You know what I mean? Like, did you know what I mean? The conver- same conversation we're having now. Did China do it to itself? Did the CIA do it? I mean, it's. But at the end of the day, the chess game is still in play. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So. What other topics do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Pete, Pete, uh, Mayor Pete, uh, br- uh, bringing the kid on stage and and helping a nine year old uh, come out as gay apparently was uh, happening. Mm, I didn't Which see. Which is kind of interesting because look, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care what yeah, you do uh, behind that's... closed doors. I, I don't care what you do behind closed doors with mm. your sex life. That's that's up to you. But a nine year old before his testosterone is kicked in, yeah. being raised as gay, I, you know, okay, um, we got to take a step back and go, hold on, what happens if we raise him as a gay kid and then his testosterone kicks in when he's 13 and suddenly he's getting hard ons around the girls? Yeah. And now he's really confused. 
That's I not get, a laughing matter. No, dude. it's not. It's the over-sexualizing of our kids, and we've had these conversations before, and I don't give a fuck. I mean, no, leave the kids alone. Don't sexualize them either You know, the, the drag queen, and that's the thing. They fuse the, oh, you don't like drag queens? I don't give a fuck if you're a drag queen, but don't go in and, like, reading to kids and then just make it seem like it's all about just this person reading. Because those kids, like you said, whose minds emotionally, like, wh wh dude, why, do, why do we have these punitive a, measures as far as... Dude, think about it. Mainstream media, the fucking... NBC, the Today Show, and CBS had on a, a little boy dressed as a, a hooker doing striptease on seen, national television. I've seen numerous different iterations of that from, you know, yeah, no, absolutely, dude, absolutely. And it's it's not okay. It's fucking and absolutely not. they're allowed not. to give these kids hormone treatments before they even go through puberty. Yeah. So suppressing it so it never happens. Because of what you want your kid to be. Think of that. That Charisse Theron or whatever. What's that actress's name? Charisse Theron? Adopted two young black boys from I don't even know what country she she uh, adopted these poor kids from. And is raising them both as girls, man. They're in dresses and but got bows in their hair and all kinds of shit. And I'm, I'm going, you know what? This is some fucked up stuff. Look. Stop uh, it. Any You're not serious right this now. This is sexual children period right what what what, what, what hold on Charlie's Theron has adopted two African boys and, and is raising them as girls google it dude that's real google it hey. if I'm wrong please correct me no, I mean, I'm not that's the, that's the world we live in bro I mean I don't I'm not saying it is but it, uh, I'm not Again, whatever you do in your home, you know, I, I'm thinking of Dwayne Wade and his wife. I forget her name, uh, actress. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, their son. I'm, ah, fuck, see, I'm using the wrong words. Anyway, their son is that they start raising as a uh, binary or non-binary. Again, Ooh. I could be completely off my rocker. But again, this is one of those early. Can you see me? Can you see me? Can I what? Can you see me? Uh-uh. I don't have my camera on. Or I don't have my uh, camera up here. I'm showing you the picture of Charisse Theron with her two sons. Oh. With dresses, pink uh, dresses know, on. Do, do, do what the fuck you want to do. Do what you want. I'm just saying. It, 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 what say? What? What? Uh, what? I, I, I just I don't get it, dude. It's not. It's not cool to do. Period. Yeah. Like I said, when you're an adult and you want to make your decisions, do what you want. It, it again when you start talking when you start tr trying to make these physiological and biological decisions, especially for kids who whose bodies aren't even really. You know Dude, that's I mean? what the that's what the Nazis did to Jewish children. They experimented on them like that. I, yeah, I mean, I, again, and, and they try to fuse it like, well, you're not accepting of however. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do as long as you're not harming children. But in my opinion, in some some of these instances, I mean, this, like you said, these guys. And this goes into the larger what we talked about pharmaceutically. You're you know giving these kids fucking you know pharmaceuticals and rewiring their brains so when they were adults and ready to not do. I mean, it, it, much, world, much to be world. talked about, man. Much to be fucking talked about because this shit. I mean, it's just off the rack. But so anyway, I, look, I I again don't. Uh... Don't call me a homophobe or no. It's, or it, but again, that's what they want to do. It's if, just fucking wrong yeah. to do kids. Period. Yeah, for sure.
And I'm with that, dude. I'm with that. I have my, uh, it, it is weird because I don't know what's going on with kids today. I have my, my youngest daughter who's been being bullied. She's 12. My youngest daughter's 12. And she's being bullied by this, uh, if, if anybody knows, I'm dating myself, but from different strokes, like the Gooch. The Gooch was the big bully that bullied Arnold. And so I have a female Gooch bullying my daughter because she's hot for my daughter. And, like, she's this, like, super physically kind of bull dyke gal at 12. And so she's... That's interesting. She's hitting on her like she's, you know, she's, you know, whatever. Pulling on her hair and dipping in the ink like the old days. But I don't know, man. It. We live in a, we live in such a very interesting world right now, champ. So many, so many things on our plate that we've discussed from all of this shit, you know. The stuff that's going on with the kids, the Franklin School, what's going on with CPS, the overdoping of our kids, what we're talking about tonight with the corona. I mean, there's so much shit going on. <laughs> I just got a message from uh, somebody uh, said, I see you talking about Neanderthal gene versus coronavirus. Please uh, uh, include links to research. And uh, it has uh, PTs very concerned. PTs? Yeah. Physical therapist. Uh, as a physical therapist. But again, like I, I even stressed I said, last night. I, I, just, I directed them to do. I want people to do their own research. So this is what I do now. Yes. Um, I do not send people links because a lot of times if you send it to them, they won't confirm it themselves. So I make people hunt for stuff and do it, do the homework themselves. Yes. And because when they do that, they discover it. I didn't and, and, and I'm glad you said that because George hit me up today when I was at work. Like, how do you think the episode went last night? I'm like, I think it went really good. And the feedback I'm getting and the numbers are absolutely fantastic. But as always, with everything we talk about on our show, ladies and gentlemen, like Pat just said, we kind of just plant the seed, you know, and then whatever our whole line is. Do your own research. Do man. your prove own research. Wrong, Not even just prove. I mean, just just inform your mind because this is our thing. This is what we do. And it's not everybody has the time to fill in these gaps like we do. So it's like it's kind of up to you as we plant the seeds to go and at least kind of fill in the gaps because obviously we can't do everything. But, you know, getting that initial understanding of like, man, it's planting seeds. This is what I just did. I said, look up the patent on the strain, then look at who is most at risk from from that strain. So and that'll be so interesting to see, bro. From George kind of, that'll be so interesting to see from George is kind of breaking that down as far as like, watch who dies from this. And if it goes along that kind of, uh, like he said, genotypical genotype strain of people who have, you know, basically Northern Europeans, et cetera, et cetera. If if you have people who are dying are mostly like Asian, South Asian, Southeast Asian, possibly African. But it was interesting where he was Yes, Iranian. but it was interesting where he was saying how certain genetic markers wind up in certain uh, diametric areas at different spots. And, mm-hmm. of course, you, that gets into, like we talked about last night, just you know, breeding throughout centuries and generations and how that happens. But it will be interesting to see where the deaths happen as far as this goes, if it goes along that kind of Neanderthalic <laughs> who lacks that gene. Right, right. And where that line starts. You know, you look at yes. Uh, there was a lot of interbreeding. I mean, there ultimately had to be, uh, you know, in former Yugoslavia, you know, you got the Bosnia, Herzegovina, uh, uh, Islamic, more Islamic um, state. You've got the Serbs and the Croats, which are 
Um, when that's what I was saying, did I go back to kind of the fall of so, the more Latin well, Roman Empire? Neanderthal gene got intertwined with yes. some of the Middle Eastern gene in that region, and yes. a lot of people are healthy until you move further away from that toward the Middle East, and then you see people starting to drop like flies. Yeah, yeah, and, the, and, and that mix kind of start happening again when with that fall of the Roman Empire into the Byzantium, the Turkish area start mixing in that kind of Germanic tribe area. I mean, there's that's got... where the Ottoman Empire got stopped. Yeah, absolutely. Too, so that's why that Bosnia Herzegovina exists. And that's so fascinating. If these people who designed these weapons have, I mean, because we know this is a genetic specific bioweapon. It's not a conjecture. It's that's what this is. So it's like I wonder where they define those geographic lines of. Who's affected? And even if, if, if it's not geographically, these people who might still be affected are all over the world. You know what I mean? Originally, they might have been geographically in this area, but they might be wherever now, but still yeah. ge genotypically uh, still marked. Global population control or like, we'll again, see. We'll see. Or, or, you know, like I said, asymmetrical warfare doing like a soft kind of somewhat of a soft kill for political means. You know what I mean? Could they could they blame this? pandemic or whatever they're going to call it and then the subsequent economic kind of collapse over the next few months on trump just to bring in a for political expediency is that possible we know it's possible but is that what's happening yeah well stock market that's what people are saying blocking. to me this is all political and we said last night like look at who was the look at who was sounding the horn of gundor for the cdc last night rod rosenstein's sister like Again. Now, who was Rod Rosenstein, Jeffrey? Yeah, the deputy attorney general for the uh, d you know, Department of Justice who had a hard-on for Trump back in the day. Brought on by Barack Obama? We'll see. We'll see. No, was he brought on by Barack Obama? I don't know. I'm not sure. Was he? I believe he was appointed by Barack Obama in that position, wasn't he? Okay, yeah, I just know him from, like, you know, obviously with the whole situation was going on with Trump and, you know, he was going to be fired by Trump but didn't. And, but... <laughs> You know, again, is, uh, recognizing his sister as being a player, just whether tangentially or whatever, in you know this thing spreading. At least she's saying, "Hey, this." Do you think this... we're gonna see? Do you think we're gonna see perp walks from the 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 uh, silent coup uh, attempt on Trump's presidency? I don't know. None. No. Why would not we? Even, like, not even Brennan. Uh, well, I mean, Call come me. on. Why would we? You got you got Flynn get his hemmed up. You got Manafort got hemmed up. You got uh, Stone about to do however many months. Like, and they did nothing related to any of that. Why I would just, anybody uh, who actually just, had something to do with it do some well, time I, when the people? I don't know. Are they trying to get people to revolt? Um, I mean, if we were like Antifa, if constitutional Americans were like Antifa. The hashtag um, no perp walks, no peace would be going nuts. <laughs> Ooh, Jim. That's a t shirt. You start that on that's the a t shirt. No that's a hashtag. Yo, ladies no and gentlemen. Walks, no peace. You heard, the, you heard the champ drop it right here. Seriously, because that's what I mean. Honestly, I don't. I, thought, I always thought Q was horseshit. And I still I mean, think hey, Q is horseshit. But I'm just we saying. Get a CIA funding for a revolution. I mean, Antifa's getting some money from you guys. <laughs> I mean, come but on. But again, you like know, you said, the out. larger question, why is Flynn got, why'd Flynn get hemmed up? Why'd Manafort get hemmed up? Why is now Storm hemmed up? And this bitch Hillary possibly, even if she does it, going to maybe run for president. And uh, what was her boy? Um, Dude, uh, the Kuru, the 
The coup crew has advanced too much on Hillary Clinton. She cannot run for president. The coup crew. That's another T-shirt. The coup crew. We need to have that. Coup We need to have something like that. You know what coup is? What's coup You know what. You don't know what coup is. Spell it for me. K-U-R-U. Look it up. Look it up and read it. Read the definition. Is that like Sue Wu? This is what I believe Hillary Clinton is suffering from. Oh yeah, I did see that. I did see that. You oh yeah, you did yes, yes, yeah. But she that's so weird. This bitch was shaking like dice. The her <laughs> her whole summer leading up to her thing in 2016. Now she's out, you know, Trevor Noah, Howard Stern doing all this press shit. She only looked half as good as she has when well, I'm she hasn't looked that good these last few months doing this media tour as she did in 2016. Fucking well, not shitting her. Enough. I mean, she's literally <laughs> shitting herself in public, having to be carried onto a fucking SUV. I mean, could you look any worse running for president? She was literally they were doing B-roll for like I fallen and I can't get up, but I'm running for president. <laughs> it's like it was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. So. You know, I, I say it in jest about her suffering from Kuru, but for the people that don't don't know what Kuru is, Kuru is a neurological disorder that you get from being uh, from cannibalism. So, right. you know, <laughs> Jeffrey and I have, and many around the world have uh, are convinced that Hillary Clinton is evil enough that she may eat babies. Um, but uh, either sure. way, uh, it's Adrena Corum in the morning. I'll just, I'll just say that. I'll just throw that out there. And, and remember. When I was doing broadcasting with Michael Chavello on a, a network, I won't mention. Um, Fuck them. We we uh, we had a, a fighter on who struggled to make weight, and she her coaches had to basically drag her up to the scale, put her on the scale, and then drag her away from the scale. And she came out the next night and was performing great in the fight, and and, and Michael Chavello set me up perfect for it. I couldn't believe it. He goes. He goes. Pat, yesterday at weigh-in, she couldn't even walk, and tonight she's performing like a world champion and i go uh yeah i mean at the weigh-in she was doing the clinton shut and shuffle (laughs) and and my producer screamed in my ear pat knock that shit off (laughs) you you did get some heat that year if i remember correctly (laughs) oh yeah we had to have fun man i mean the kid getting mounted over and over and um, Nothing uh, ever, 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 and I'm—I don't know. I don't want to speak for you or speak for my hopefully good friend Michael Chavello. The my anus shit, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to Pat and Michael Chavello calling the my anus fight. I think it's M A I N U S. It's mostly Michael. I think there's only. It, a I few mean, times but just I the way it was cut together. Even even if you listen to it live, it's hilarious. But the way they cut it together, either way, Pat and you said you were damn near. I mean, you you are a professional, but you were pushing every bond of professionalism to keep your shit when that was my, going on. I had my finger on the cough button almost the entire fight. I can't even Michael, imagine. Michael Chavello and I had to put our backs to each other <laughs> to, get, to even pull it off. And here's the thing. Um, the CEO of Access TV Fights, I said it. I said the network, and no big deal. Um, Andrew Simon was literally crawling away on his hands and knees. He was laughing so hard. Um, everybody on the other side of the cage, cage that had cans that could hear what we were doing were literally falling, falling over out of their chairs. And I guess the production truck was in absolute pandemonium. Um, people, you you and, just have to hear it, ladies. The executive, I mean, the executive producer sitting there, and our producer at the time, uh, Mike Ricci, who's an incredible guy, turns around and looks at Daryl Ewald and goes, 
are we seriously doing this right now? And Daryl looks at him and goes, apparently. <laughs> hey, it, you guys didn't choose his last name. Go. You didn't. I mean, if it was Jackson, it would have been a completely different thing. But the guy's name was fucking Myanus. And you well, got. Yeah, his name was Danny Myanus. And they almost, <laughs> after that fight, they almost <laughs> paired him up with a guy named Fuckad Sherapod. No! <laughs> We were we were salivating for that fight to happen. Oh my god! <laughs> Even the one we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Before we let everyone go, check it out: Danny Mayanis, Michael Chavello, Pat Milicic, that particular network. All you need to do is punch in those names, and you'll find it because it's epic. Yeah, that was a that was a fun one. And you you cut out a little bit here, so I'll sit here and wait for you to come back. No, it's all right. I hopefully everybody heard what I said, but. Um, yeah, we were just freestyling tonight, man. It's been a minute. It's you know, I, as always, ladies and gentlemen, it's really. I mean, it's, this is this is. I'm going to say it's a hobby because this is a job for us, and we absolutely love this. But we also have other things going on. So schedule wise, it's really hard to get things together and do as much content as we would really, really, really like to do. So please support the farm. Our incredible sponsors, um, and yeah, dude, um, Patrick ConspiracyFarm.com. Yeah. Click on any of the links for our sponsors. For sure. And with everything going on, you know, prepare with the farm. Go check out that um, uh, My Patriot Supply. And, you know, the the bug is very hard to get at you if your immune system is strong. So, again, not just because we sell their stuff, but, dude, Green 85 and a myriad of other project products from uh we're gonna cut some chemical. commercials for each one we we're are gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna definitely put some stank on that here in the next coming months because you know our, our sponsors have been absolutely awesome and faithful to us and again yes. time-wise it's just been hard to get everything out the way we want it to but man we just hit twenty thousand subscribers today on the uface and uh seriously thank you guys i'm couple serious million, man. a couple million uh downloads so we're good but absolutely hey, and listeners are through the roof man you to look can you pimp yourself out to a billionaire that'll that'll fund this thing can i pimp myself out to a billionaire won't you throw yourself on on a grenade for the team bro um it uh, probably you know we'll have to talk about this grenade <laughs> how many zeros how many zeros are behind this grenade <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. All right. I'm glad we got you at least thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you, champ. And, um, you know, peace and so much love, everybody. Stay safe, dude. As much as all of this stuff, I believe, is a psyop out to do a lot of other stuff. Fuck, wash your hands, man. Don't be picking your nose and go, go try to shake hands with people and shit. You know what I mean? Just do use, use safety, just basic common sense type shit to keep your germs to a minimum. Because, you know, a lot of good friends. My boy Sam Tripoli, shout out to his new babies, Ghost and Ninja. These babies got, uh, you know, fragile immune systems and right. old old, old people too. Supply because it's coming, people. For sure. It's coming. All right. So peace and all that love, guys. Later, champ. And uh, thank you guys so much. Peace and so much love. There will always be more.